was courageous. So while they take the piano off, I have a question. A question for you to reflect on, to make some of the words and the categories a bit more tangible. Imagine I gave you a deal. A deal that here now in this room for 1,000 euros, it's about 4,000 lei, I will give you 10% of all the future income of one person that you choose. You put one name, a name of someone that you know, and for 1,000 euros to me tonight, every month I'll pay you 10% of what that person achieves. <laughs> Who would you choose? If you imagine this room full of the people you know best in the world, this room full of faces that you know, that you've seen, who are the faces that come to mind as the people you would bet on? Who are the faces from school? Who are the faces from university, from work, from the community? Who are the ones that you know will have a long-lasting impact on the world around them? Whose name would go down on that sheet? And tonight I've got four criteria that we're offering up as perhaps a good way of making that choice. How would you go about making that choice? I first heard this question 10 years ago when Warren Buffett, sometimes the richest man in the world, asked this question to a class of MBAs. This is the deal he gave us, $1,000, 10% of all the future, who would you choose? And when he asked it, there was a couple of faces came into my mind. My mind was already using some intuition, some intuitive sense that there are people that are going to have a longer lasting, deep impact on the world around them. So I hope as you sit there, you can imagine many faces. Who would you choose? Whose name would go on that sheet of paper? Who would you bet on for 10% of all the future income of one person? And one way of doing this is best friends. I'll choose you if you choose me. That's not a great way of choosing. Another way, we could get everyone here to bring their grades from school and university and rank them from number one down to the bottom. And we just bet on the person with the highest grades from school. Any takers for that? My daughter's seven years old. She would laugh at that idea. So if children of seven already see that grades in school measure nothing to do with lasting positive impact on the world, what are the things? What are the things we should be looking for in those around us? What are the things we should find in the one person that we'd write down and say, this person would get my bet? Who would your bet go on? Now that the orchestra's back, and I have a bit more space, I want to go back to 1908. 
1908, almost all of the great achievements of exploration were done, except one. Everest was climbed. The North Pole had been reached. The world had been circumnavigated. The world had been explored. But there was one place left on the planet in 1908 that still had not been reached by man, the South Pole. And in 1908, Robert Scott and Roel Amundsen, Robert Scott of Great Britain, the only country that needs a word before it to feel good about themselves. Great Britain supporting Robert Scott, the more experienced explorer. Amundsen from Norway. They both arrived in 1908 on the shores of Antarctica. Scott with three full boats laden with the supplies that the British Empire had sent with him for his expedition. Amundsen with one boat from the Norwegians. And they both began this journey of 1,600 miles, all on foot, all carrying everything they needed, all food, all shelter, on the sleds behind them. And they began this march. Robert Scott, each morning, would open the tent. And he would look out. And on a day where the sky was blue, there was no wind and visibility was perfect, they would march for 50 miles. Some days, Robert Scott opened the tent, and visibility wasn't that great. The sun wasn't in the sky, there was wind. They would do 20 miles. There were other days where Robert Scott opened the tent. There were great storms, horizontal hailstones, gusts of hundreds of miles per hour. Robert Scott would close the tent, and they would wait in the tent for better conditions. And this is how their journey proceeded, the team of Scott, his four, each day opening the tent, looking and deciding, is it a 50-mile day, a 20-mile day, or do we just stay in the tent and wait for better conditions? Amundsen, each morning, woke up, packed up the tents, and they walked for 20 miles. On the blue sky days, without wind, without hail, by 11 in the morning, they had made their 20 miles. On the gray days, it would take them a little longer. And on the days where the hail was gusting at hundreds of miles per hour, visibility was terrible. They would march until the last hour of light, but they would make their 20 miles. Team of Amundsen proceeded this way, 20 miles, 20 miles, 20 miles. The team of Amundsen came to a point 45 miles from the South Pole. It was a blue sky day, a 50-mile day for the team of Scott. The team of Amundsen started that morning, and by 11 in the morning, they had made their 20 miles. But the South Pole was in their reach. The team approached Amundsen and begged him, Royal. It's here, it's in our reach. We can do it today. For all that we've suffered, for the price that we've paid to be here, we don't know where Scott is. To lose by one day is too much. We can do it. Amundsen said, repair your skis, rest. 
We've done our 20 miles. The team of Amundsen won the race to the South Pole, 1,600 miles walking with everything behind them. They returned back and they reached the shores of the Antarctic. They could have continued for two to three months more. Scott is almost more famous for the failure. His team lost the race to the South Pole and his team perished every single member on the route home. There's days in Europe when we open our tent. There's days in Ireland when I open the newspaper and it looks like hail is hitting me at 100 miles of hour. I live in Spain. There's corruption, there's bad news. It's very easy to feel like closing my tent, putting down my persianas, closing the curtains. But Amundsen's message and what we in ESA Business School have seen, that the difference between success and failure is not your best day. It's the quality of all your days. It's the 20 miles march that you've decided to put into your own life. And I have a question for you. What are those 20 mile marches that you wake up in the morning and no matter what your boss says, no matter what the conditions, no matter what happens out there, these things go in? Because there are some things that you cannot make, for, make up for at the weekend. Washing your teeth seven times on Sunday does not make up for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Washing your teeth seven times on the weekend, you will not have teeth age 70. There are some things that have to be daily. They have to be every day. And companies that manage to maintain this consistency, that day after day after day, there's 20 miles, are the ones that make a long-lasting impact in life. And individuals who commit themselves to their own 20-mile march, irrespective of what happens around them, their 20-mile march in their own health, in how they eat and how they exercise, 20-mile march in their relationships, how they keep their friends connected and build new ones, 20-mile march in family, how you stay there and see as your children grow and ask them the questions that allow them to wonder and imagine what the possibilities. 20-mile march in money, 20-mile march in contributing, 20-mile march in exploring why you are here. What brings you here? What is your gift that you are here to give? So the next block is this intensity. When you're thinking about who to bet on, one of the things we definitely find is someone who can bring this intensity, this daily 20-mile march, is one of the keys. Our next piece, Tchaikovsky. Nick tells me he was known as the Russian German. Russian music, but with German methods, chiseling away day after day, slowly improving, 1%, 1%, 1%, slowly, slowly, slowly moving to way the piece needed to be. He had a vision, but each day he worked at slowly improving, 1%, 1%, 1%. Searching for these 1% incremental improvements makes a massive difference. There was a case in the 1980s, Toyota, and Toyota had plants all over the world. And in 1980, 
the head management of Toyota decided to implement employee suggestion scheme. To all around the world, they were going to ask the employees to suggest improvements. In the USA, the lead managers of the USA decide how do we incentivize employees. And they decided they would pay 2% of the value of the idea implemented. So if you imagine you're a worker in a Toyota factory in the USA, blue collar, 2%, 2% of a million is a lot of money. And so the workers were thinking for big ideas, big changes. In Japan, which has a different culture, the incentive scheme was different. In Japan, the management decided that they would pay $50 for every good idea. How would you act in a world that paid $50 for every good idea? What sort of ideas would you bring? What sort of ideas did they bring? $50 for each good idea. In the United States, they received an average of one and a half ideas per employee per year, of which 10% were implemented. In Japan, they received 55 ideas per person per year, of which 70% were implemented. The changes were move the screwdriver a meter to the left, label the button well. Little changes, 1%. Day after day after day, little, little changes. After four years, the efficiency in the Japanese plant so outstripped the rest of the world that they took the new operating model from Japan and they implemented it in the rest of the world. This 20-mile march, 1% changes. These, this intensity of daily progress is what really can make a difference. I want to hand you now back to the musicians. And what strikes me, I sit here sometimes and I see them here. But this morning, I saw them come and rehearse. And there's so much behind in terms of time dedicated, hours of practice to get these musicians up here. And I think we should give them a big applause because it's not just this hour. It's many hours that have allowed them to be able to play so well for us today. So a big round of applause.